So let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful vase. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. And my host, Robbie Rass, there's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B, Randy. And I'm just going to be no, frank about no. it, Lot, Lot B+. Plus. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen you in a while. We got to bring the old bits back. How you been, man? I'm doing good, man. It's like the second time in four months that we've both been on the show on a Wednesday night. This is uh, this is really cool. I'm excited to get back onto Nicaragua. I have a new job. I don't even know if I've talked to you. Did you know I have a new job? Uh, I, I you've mentioned it on air three times, but we haven't spoken about it directly. Okay, uh, I just got back from this killer <laughs> trip. Um, I went on a golf weekend to, uh, oh, and I thought of you a million times because I was literally in Mesquite, Nevada. And, mm. and Robbie, by the way, Mesquite is where the elite meet to eat. Meet to okay. Eat. Like very nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not true, but I like it. Um, I'm glad to have you back. I'm glad that the new, the new job is working out. I, uh, Glad that you gave me a really long answer when I was just being polite to ask how you were doing. Um, <laughs> I just got to catch up. It's been a while. Um, yeah. Everything's been good here, man. The, the show is still on somehow. We're still doing okay. Uh, I don't show up. You don't show up, but the show goes on, as they say. It's amazing. Um, it's amazing. It is, isn't it? We are uh, working our way through Nicaraguan tobacco here in season five. Uh, we've got a beautiful cigar that we're smoking today. I'm smoking one that's almost as old as dirt eric is smoking one that i think came before dirt uh eric what actually was there before dirt well let me tell you uh dirt is typically uh, a mix of organic and inorganic materials and so mm. when it when it all breaks down it becomes dirt so that's that is what is before dirt and i'm i am before dirt i won't share my cigar yet but let me guys <laughs> let me just tell you guys Something real quick. The cello 
the cello on my cigar is I've never seen a cello this dark and there's, there's no way I'll be able to to probably show this accurately on the show but I've had this cigar since I started smoking and I and I was thinking what better time than tonight to smoke it and so I'll, I'll share that with you guys as we get going but man it's it's going to be interesting I can tell you that it's going to be really interesting it's it's a classic much like yourself yeah absolutely yeah. <clears throat> Jordan, how are you tonight? Hand, I, I am good. Have a, have a brand Ren, new Robbie, Randy, shh, it's my time. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're smoking a brand new one, Randy. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah, I I got I got five of these bad boys from smoking just for this show. I got one for each of us and an extra, and I keep meaning to ship them to you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I might have missed Oops. my opportunity. <laughs> yeah, that that ship has sailed. Uh, but I think for the most part, well, for the most part, being you and me, Randy, we are smoking the same thing. We're smoking the correct cigar uh, tonight, which is the Don Pepin Classic uh, or Blue Label, depending on what you want to call it. Look how you Robbie see got if, that in focus. We should have a focus. You got it. Who can focus? You got to go. First, fastest, you got to go best. to the middle of the camera. There you go, Randy. There you got it. Almost yeah. different kinda. bands. But you could even tell, like, the, look at the color on this band. It is so, uh, so much lighter than it's the like one turquoise. On yours. Yeah, it's crazy. This cigar is, I think, circa 2011 ish, maybe 2012. Uh, it was before they changed to the new band, which I, I actually just realized might have a different wrapper. This might have. I was just about to uh, say you might have an Ecuadorian yeah, Corojo. Yeah, I might have. I might have the Ecuadorian Corojo, and you're uh, you're rocking the Nicaraguan Corojo. We can get into that here That's in a right. second. Um, if you're watching the show live, uh, God bless you for tuning in. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook, go ahead and hit that share button. Uh, let the folks know in your feed the weird stuff that you like to do in your free time. Randy, I am just excited. We've got the A-team. The A-team is back. We are Ooh. here. Everybody's here. I don't like. I don't no. even know. What What should we do? Like, what, do you, what do you want to talk I about? I can tell stories. We can sing. We can do karaoke. You want to do karaoke? <laughs> um, I, well, I, I did a bunch of like prep so I could like bring it back to the way it used to be on this show. So I could talk. Like crazy about my drink, about the cigar, but why don't we just start by talking about the pairing or uh, what are we pairing? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, perfect. Uh, I wasn't really looking for like what should we do. Like I have a plan as to what we're gonna do as a host. That's my job. But I was just kind of you know just throwing it out there for some playful banter. Uh, oh, so maybe read the. You room. don't want to just read the room then? next time. <laughs> that's what i wanted is karaoke that's perfect that's playful banter uh so we're working our way down uh what, what did we call this segment nicaraguan navigation navigating nicaragua something like that should have i don't know i like i like alliteration i don't know um so the first the first uh, cigar we smoked the first nicaraguan cigar we smoked was randy do you remember the antaño 1970 from Ojea de nicaragua the very first premium cigar manufacturer in nicaragua that's fantastic. You weren't even on that show, and you remember what we were smoking. Uh, then we did a quick little um, wildcard episode to celebrate uh, the greatest of holidays, uh, and Eric's favorite, Halloween. Um, <clears throat> right up there with uh, mm -hmm. April Fool's Day, I think, was your second favorite. Was oh, that... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those, those are right up at the top. Somebody egg your house or something? Is that what happened? I told the story. I 
I told the oh, story. Oh, I didn't hear it. It has something to do with uh, both of these holidays are uh, holidays in quotation marks are. Yeah. They, they're like uh, you have to fool one another. Like on Halloween, you, you, you dress up as something else. On April Fool's, you, you you try to fool your best friends. I don't I don't like fooling people. I'm an honest guy. I I'm just a regular dude. Is Halloween <laughs> Halloween not about fooling someone? Kind of. Here's, like, no, here's the problem. Okay, I'm, this is super quick. The problem with Halloween is I don't like to dress up as something else, and then everybody looks down on me when I don't do it. And that is the problem. I don't like that. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. How do you feel about How do you feel about being pinched on uh, St. Patty's Day? Well, I wear green. It's easy. I don't get pinched. <laughs> Actually, though. Well, if you just if I you do. just wore a costume, nobody would pick on you. I do kind of like it pinched. It's that easy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I figure Eric is into that. Uh-huh. Um, I like uh, my favorite thing to do on, on St. Betty's Day is to not wear green. And then when someone like attempts to pinch me, just look at him like, find out what happens. Find out what happens. <laughs> <laughs> just see how they react. <laughs> Pinch me and find out. All right, this is a this is a, a direction I didn't expect the uh, the show to go, so I'm going to pull it back a little bit. Um, on Halloween, we smoked uh, Tatuaje monsters. That was a lot of fun. Pete joined us uh, last week. I missed the episode, but we smoked the Oliva Milano Series V. So good, uh, fantastic cigar. So these are all classics, right? So we're sticking with that theme and going with the uh, Don Pepin Do it. classic. Come on, baby. Do it, baby. Let's do it. Wait, wait. Take it away for a second. Focus off. Ready? No, no, no. Pull your stickers back. Oh, Randy got it. On a count of three. No, 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 no. You just get the placement right. One. This is good radio. One, two, three, go. Oh, Randy got it. Randy killed you. I did. Yeah, I'm struggling. Jeez. Yeah, I'm off to the side. I don't I'm, know what's I'm, there. I'm, I'm sure our podcast listeners appreciate this portion yep. of the show. This is this is why you got to tune. In, this is why you got to tune in live. You're missing these pearls. Uh, so yeah, we're smoking the Dom Papine, uh classic. That is, uh, it is a classic, Randy. It's uh, originally debuted like right in, like 2003, I think, and it's been around for a while. Uh, obviously, but that's 20 uh, 20 year uh, anniversary, damn near coming up. I wonder if we'll get a special release next year. Um, it started with an Ecuadorian uh, Corojo. Uh, Wrapper, which is probably what I'm smoking, to be honest. It's kind of hard to tell. The cigar is pretty old from the flavor standpoint. Uh, Randy, you're definitely smoking one with a Nicaraguan Corojo wrapper um, and their Nicaraguan binders and fillers. And they come out of the uh, My Father factory. Fantastic, fantastic cigar. Total classic, which is why we chose it. Um, I am pairing, Randy, if you watched the, uh, the live, which I know you did, I am pairing with like the darkest cocktail I've ever made in my life. Like you see where the see where it says cigar wow. dojo on there? Wow, look at that. Like you can't even see it. Like it's super super dark. This is the Tootsie Roll cocktail. Ooh, uh, the, ooh. Let me tootsie see roll. Tootsie Roll. Come on, come on, that Tootsie Roll. Oh. <laughs> I was I was really hoping for a full performance during the, the live read, Randy. I hope you don't let me down. Uh, <clears throat> it is. Uh, I got this recipe from Liquor.com. It is two ounces of rye. I went with just a basic Dickel rye. That was the one. Uh, kind of standard rye that I had in the uh, in the bar, so I went with that and one ounce of Pedro Jimenez sherry, which oddly enough, I don't think I've ever had sherry in my life. You finish a whiskey in it, I'm fired up. But uh, I had a bottle of this in uh, in the wine cabinet. I had no idea. Dana had bought it fairly recently because uh, we had talked about doing a sherry tasting. So cracked open a bottle of Pedro Jimenez sherry. That's one ounce of that in there. 
and it calls for six dashes of chocolate bitters. I have an Aztec chocolate bitter, so it adds a little bit of cinnamon to it. Uh, <clears throat> so I went with four dashes. I didn't want to overdo it with that. And uh, one of those $30 Luxardo cherries floating around in there as well. It's supposed to be served up. I went with a big uh, ice cube, which you can't see because the cocktail looks is like almost impossible to see through. But I'll tell you what, it's delicious. It's an absolutely delicious cocktail. We'll get into it a little bit more later. What's but it, Randy, what's what are you it called drinking? again? Hold on, what's it it's called? called the, it's called the Tootsie Roll cocktail. Tootsie Roll. Come right. on, come on. That Tootsie Roll. That Tootsie Roll. <laughs> like that. It's, it's, and yeah, that's exactly it. It was a big deal when we were in junior high school, Jordan. We'll tell you about it later. Yeah, I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> All right. So, um, for my pairing, <laughs> I went with a Cuban classic called El Presidente. Uh, this was, um, well, I'll tell you the recipe first. I'll give you the story. Um, I went with two ounces of white rum, a half an ounce of dry vermouth, one quarter ounce of Grand Marnier, and a quarter ounce of grenadine. This is it. And, and I have, I also have $30 Luxardos in mine. <laughs> you got so, it. You got uh, it. And, and then. To no surprise to anyone, I'm sure, I'm double fisted. Hey, um, nice. I'm also I'm also going to be drinking Topo Chico, and uh, Wakey Wakey, an oatmeal coffee porter with just such a beautiful label. That's yeah, a cool so. looking can. Yeah, isn't it though? Yeah. Um, our friends at New Glory just came out with this. They brought this to me right off the canning line yesterday. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so the the El Presidente was uh, created in Cuba in the early nineteenth um, uh, century. Uh, it was it was named after the president Mario Garcia Menocal, that was the president of Cuba from nineteen thirteen to nineteen twenty one, during Prohibition, which, as we all know, went from nineteen twenty to nineteen thirty three. Cuba saw a, a huge rush of tourism from America, as we went uh, Americans went there for vacation not only because of the beautiful Caribbean Sea and the weather but also the cocktails and so this was uh, this was designed to you know have that classic Cuban rum characteristic I'm of course using La Flor de Caña um, and uh, we'll, we'll see how, how this goes but it but you know with the vermouth um, and the grenadine, you should have some spiciness, some kind of botanical herbal characteristics, some sweetness. Obviously, you got that rum. The Grand Marnier adds a lot of uh, rich character, and uh, and obviously that that orange um, that orange note from Grand Marnier. Um, I'm really excited about pairing with this cigar. You know, uh, thank you for giving us some some stats on the cigar itself, Robbie. Um, mm. As uh, as as I do, I wanted to take this moment to talk about the man that rolled this cigar and, and his, the namesake, Don Pepin Garcia, Don Jose Pepin Garcia. Pepin is actually a really common Latin um, uh, nickname for anyone named Jose. So if you know any Jose's, you, you wouldn't be wrong to refer to them as Pepin. Uh, Don Pepin Garcia was born in Cuba and by the time he was 11 years old, he was already working at his uncle's factory, learning to be a roller. He spent the next 30 years in Cuba becoming a level eight master um, uh, roller. 
and went on to also become a master blender from there, working for for the government and be, and was uh, responsible and contributed to the greatest brands that we know, Monte Cristo, uh, Cohiba. Um, in the end of his career there in uh, in Cuba, he was actually in charge of uh, he was actually in charge of QAQC for the Cohiba brand uh, there there in Cuba. And so it's it's kind of wild because I, I had forgotten how late in his life he came to America. He didn't he didn't emigrate from Cuba until 2001. He went uh, first to Nicaragua uh, and then made his way up to Miami uh, and started El Rey de los Habanos uh, Cigar Factory uh, in, there on Eighth Street in in, uh, in in Miami. And this was his first release in 2003, as you pointed out. Uh, Rob, and so it's just kind of funny to me that you know we know of uh, we know who my father is. We know a lot of the story of Don Pepin, um, but it's crazy as big of a brand as my father is in the states and globally that he didn't even come here until um, until two thousand and one, leave Cuba, um, and then of course everyone knows the story that uh, that his his son Jaime, in honor of his father in two thousand eleven, created the My Father Cigar. And because he was so uh, touched by, by that effort, um, he renamed his factory My Father Cigars. And then the following year, he came out with My Father Le Beju, which is an honor to Don Pepin's father, who was born in 1922, um, hence the, the band uh, uh, Le Beju 1922. Uh, but anyways, I just thought it was a, it was a fun story that... Um, you know, we hear about so many cigar makers that came over uh, from Cuba that he spent so much of his career, uh, you know, 30 years from an 11 year old to a 41 year old, uh, you know, becoming the greatest blender and, and roller in, in all of Cuba. And he won tons of accolades in Cuba. He was, um, you know, he had all the highest honors that the, the country and the industry had to offer um, before he decided to, to make his way to uh, freedom and and uh, and and create what we know of uh, as my father's cigars today. Nice, thanks for sharing. That's it. I always like every time I hear that story. There's a, a not that I mean I've never heard you tell me that story, Randy, but I've heard his uh, her story before. And sure, uh, there's always a, a little bit that gets added to it or something that sticks out to me. Uh, like I I didn't realize that that was the impetus for changing the name of the the uh, factory to my father i didn't i didn't know that i didn't i hadn't heard that part of the story so it seems like whenever we talk about these giants of the uh of the industry there's always some little tidbit that pops out in a story that sticks with me every time i hear it whether it's a new yep. tidbit or something i just didn't really catch up catch on before so uh thanks for sharing that i'm curious because i'm i'm now fairly certain that we're smoking very different cigars I'm curious what flavor profile you're getting out of yours. Like, what is your initial impressions? Because you just—I know you just lit it up here a second ago. Um, but uh, yeah, no, can yeah, you no, chime I'm, in I'm, with, I'm uh, yeah, I'm, early impressions? I'm three, I'm three quarters of the way in. It is uh, very full-bodied. It's very bold. It's very rich. A lot of pepper character. I and mean, this is this is a cigar that, and we all when you say. Nicaraguan peppery cigars everyone thinks of my father this cigar is what kind of draws that because it's not just that big strong black pepper in, in the retro it has it has other pepper notes um, from red flaked pepper I've seen cayenne referenced um, it's it's also got some like kind of zesty notes a lot of cedar 
Um, very, very bold and big, uh, uh, huge flavor. I'm, yeah, I'm going to have to sit on it to come up with some more descriptors. Very, very complex right away. Yeah, we're smoking different cigars, man. This one is uh, <laughs> is not. There's that black pepper that's still there on the retrohale, and, and God bless it. I mean, this cigar is at least ten years old, and it's <clears throat> kind of coming apart at the seams here. I don't know if you can really see all that, but it's it's uh, it's it's been well cared for. But um, you know, ten a, a decade is going to put a damper on things. Still has a ton of flavor, but it's not uh, that big and bold flavor like you were talking about, Randy. There's some richness in there. I definitely get that cedar kick from it as well. Black pepper on the retro is more of a peppercorn kind of flavor. I know I say that a lot, but it's more of a peppercorn than a spice. But I do get mm-hmm. a little bit of a red pepper flakes, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we are. It's. I think I'm smoking. It almost seems like a more refined, more aged, obviously, uh, version yep. of what of what you've got. Uh, it doesn't have that big bold. Uh, kick to it this is damn good if i could go buy a box of these right now a 10 year old uh, <laughs> a don Pepine blue lanceros i'd be all over it this thing's delicious um <clears throat> but it just doesn't have that same boldness that uh that yours does but it's damn good i mean i'm, I'm yeah. totally impressed with the way that the the tobacco is held up in this thing well yeah i'd, I'd say i'm even definitely like uh the spicier peppers like the red red flake um but there there's also that like almost bell peppery uh note like peppery like pepper like like just a chili um kind of kind of character to it that uh yeah my, yeah mine has is like kind of fresh uh <laughs> you know kind of kind of character that I'm sure yours may have had originally but uh it has clearly been left in the cedar of your hum- humidor over the years <laughs> Indeed. Back when uh, Jordan was wearing uh, the skinniest of jeans was when the cigar had its strength. Uh, boys, uh, I'm curious. We haven't talked. <laughs> we haven't talked much but about it's It's about as old as your hat, Jordan. Uh, maybe maybe not quite, actually. <laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> I think I was I was rocking Stussy. That was what, like ninth grade, Randy? Eight, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say Circa for me, ninety one. Yeah, it's yeah. the best eight, hat. Eight if you guys found a hat like this, you'd never take it off. <laughs> I found a great hat for you. I think you need to buy it. I shared it with the group. Everyone agreed. <clears throat> but uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys smoking? Uh, we didn't get into that. I know Eric's smoking something that's older than dirt. But Jordan, let's uh, talk about yours first. And well, then, then I we give Eric the floor. I didn't have a DPG. Or anything like it. So I'm just smoking a, a Bauhaus. It is a Bauhaus from Liga Bravata. Oh my! Oh wow! That's and fancy pants. So this is this is one of the um, Unico Liga Bravadas. It's the Connecticut Broadleaf side of things. And then I'm pairing it with the uh, Prairie Bomb. Old school. Going old school, nice. boys. 2012. Nice. You're going. Uh... You're going palate fatigue is what you're going for. I mean, you're <laughs> well, I wanted, yeah. Th- this time I was like, I started with the beer, and I so I had to find a cigar that could that could keep up. You're, you're going, you're going a few rounds with uh, George Foreman there, I think. Um, uh, Eric, what do you got? I don't know George Foreman. Where the hell did that come from, <laughs> Eric? Uh, Where's Eric, my grill? What are you smoking tonight? Yeah, really. So I I'm going with the uh, Don Pepin theme. Um, this is the uh, Don Pepin Garcia JJ Maduro. Now, first, I'm going to show you guys the cigar. Okay, so it, this is if you if you notice, and Randy was was sharp, and he noticed this. 
that that label's supposed to be white. Um, <laughs> but this thing is maybe one of the oldest cigars in my. Well, no, I have some. It's one of the oldest cigars. But check this out if I can show this. This is the honest to God. This is honest oh. to God. This is the cello that came off of it. If I can get it's, that. It's like coffee. It, it looks like a, Look a coffee that. filter. Holy like a, a used coffee filter. That is, that is, there's no effect. I'm not putting an effect on this. That is, that is literally the cello that came off of that. Now imagine, this is one of the reasons that I would say. Don't sell your cigar. If you're going to smoke the cigar, don't sell it because all of this yummy oils and flavor could have been passed on to other cigars um, next to this cigar in my humidor. But instead, it was just all absorbed into the cello. So this is one of the reasons that you mm. – I don't think that you should keep your cigars celloed if you plan on smoking them. I mean, if you plan on right, giving – Get that thing out of your face. I can't, if, we can't see you. If you plan on giving it away, fine. Um, but if you plan on smoking it, like that's just a waste of – I. I could eat this. I could put this in some cereal and eat it. It'd be better. <laughs> Anyways, that's what I'm going to smoke, boys. And I'm pairing tonight with some um, Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel. Uh, I put in uh, two ounces of Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel, and then I started drinking it. So that's how that cocktail is made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, I, do like, I do like the Toasted Barrel. That's uh, not one of the easier ones to find, but uh, it's uh, definitely on the sweeter side. I get a lot of like a toasted marshmallow vibe off of that one. It's pretty good. Um, that's you brought up an interesting point. I've never really thought about. <clears throat> and I know this is a topic that we talk about in the industry. Do, do you sell out? Do you not sell out? Right. People have really strong opinions. Uh, I'm not one of those people. I just, however, the cigars get to me. That's how I store them in my humidor. If they're in the cello, they stay. If they're not, they don't. Uh, but <clears throat> I had a cello that came off this cigar that was pretty close to yours. It was, I mean, it looked like a used coffee filter too. Super, super brown. And I never thought when you just said that all that goodness could have been shared with the cigars around it. Never right. thought about it in those terms. That's Me neither. That's, uh, that's super interesting. I, I'm going to go, I, actually, I'm just going to leave the show now and go take all my cigars out of cellar. <laughs> uh, that's what I was thinking. I've, I've, I, knew, I knew that there was a debate in the industry about cellar or no cellar, but I didn't care enough to like look into it further. Um, Same. but like superficially when I've like glanced at that, I've never heard, I've never even noticed anyone make any compelling argument whatsoever that was worth paying attention to. That is fantastic. I totally agree. It's, it's actually leaching flavors and oils that could have stayed in the collection somehow. Yeah. Now, so here's the deal. Um, I am not dogmatic. I'm not one of these like dogmatic guys. That's going to be like, Oh, you got to do this. Or whatever, right? Like, um, it, whatever you want to do. You want to keep them in cellos. You want to take them out of the cellos. It, it's totally up to you. My only point is, which I already made, but there is some truth to this, is the fun part of, of aging cigars is they do sort of, the tobacco does marry with one another. And that's the, way, that's the reason why they age cigars the way they do in aging rooms in every factory in the world. They put the cigars all together. They and and those tobaccos, they they mellow each other out. They they help uh, you know the 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 oils, the flavors transfer from one to the other. It's kind of like in 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 beer, probably Randy, when you 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 try to get you know uh, this these flavors from this beer, and so they mix these together, whatever. So there's that to think. It's just something to consider. That's the only reason I, I bring it up um, is because when I when I in my humidors, I sort of have like 
ones that I plan on. I'll probably give these away or whatever. And I do, and if you're going to ship it, it's much better to have them in the cellos because it's a little bit of a, you know, in the box. Protector, right? Yeah, in the box, it, it's a little bit of a shock absorber. It does work, and that's why most of them are, you know, cellos when they ship them. To, but if you're going to smoke them in your own humidor and you're going to age them for a while, take these off because all that yumminess is now stuck in this little piece of um, cellophane. Why don't well, you, you uh, a, give, give give that a give that a chew and let us know what it tastes like? Oh, yeah. dude, I got to tell you guys right off the bat. Yeah, so buzzed. This is fantastic. <laughs> it's freaking phenomenal. It's so yeah. good. Like this cigar is is absolutely lights out right now. So uh, I'm I'm super excited. I waited all this time to smoke it, and and I'm doing it right now, and I'm pumped up. I, I meant the cello. Give the cello a chew oh. and let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Well, well, I I, I love you also uh, making the connection back to the. Um, I love you too. To the to to the aging process pre selling and for anyone that follows along the industry and understands the process, you know, uh, they they often age the tobacco in bales post fermentation, then they roll them, then they put them back in an aging room and yeah. allow them to marry and mellow. Um, and so by storing them in your own humidor without the cello, you're actually extending that aging process in that kind of natural way that it was being done previously. And because it's a, it is a business and they've got to ship them out eventually. Um, you know, they, they limit how long that you, uh, that you age them, but it's awesome that you guys are both smoking, um, such well-aged cigars and are both enjoying the flavor so much, like goes to speak for, I'm really excited because I have at least 10 years worth of cigars. And so I'm so <laughs> glad to, to like have, be, be confirmed that these aren't going to go bad while they're in my presence. <laughs> <laughs> well, and another thing, uh, Randy, as far as aging cigars goes, I mean, different cigars age um, better than others. You like, especially, I think, ones that, um, you know, might be uh, really strong. Sometimes those can develop a, a, a really fun flavor over time. And if they're if they're not really strong, they might lose. Uh, and you, you know, after six or seven years, um, you might start to lose uh, some right. of that flavor. So it kind of depends on the cigar too. You know, there there is that as well. You know, you saying that kind of reminds me of something. Randy! Tonight's episode of Flavor Odyssey and the greatest day of our lives is brought to you by none other than Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the brand that brings you some of the most delicious tasting cigars in the world and has a portfolio that covers the full spectrum of flavor. So much so that they have a cigar for every smoker and every occasion. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar near you. Now, while Drew Estate keeps the lights on, what would a cigar pairing be without cigars? Every cigar smoked here on Flavor Odyssey is sponsored by our good friends at Smoke In. Don't miss a true premium cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations 
or visit them online at smokedin.com. Yeah, the uh, oh, audience cam, what are you doing in the shot? There's nobody there. <laughs> There's nobody there. Oh yeah, <laughs> nobody's uh, here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am so excited to, that that we were able to pull this cigar out and and talk a little bit about uh, Don Pepin Garcia, um, because I, I think, you know, um, more and more notoriety has has gone on to Nicaraguan tobacco. I shoot, just since I've been hanging out with you guys, I mean, I, I, w- I would argue that in 2019 or 2018 when we all met. Nicaragua was really coming strong onto the scene and like taking its its seat as you know the top premium cigar manufacturing you know origin in, in the world um where now it's just like we've been saying that for years now right like, like it's just number one I I feel like in 2018 it was still like a little bit more debatable or it was kind of still early on in that like claim and and in those in the earliest of those days, like this was it, man. This was the flavor profile that that everyone was saying, like, yeah, yeah, this is this is what Nicaraguan uh, cigars taste like. And um, so I I feel like even though I, it, you know my father has come out with so many just heavy hitters and top rated cigars since this, um, this still stands out to me as like that classic great Nicaraguan cigar. Yeah, I would uh, completely agree with you on that. I'm stunned. I'm I'm seriously stunned. It's been a while since I've smoked a cigar this old. I'm stunned how good this thing tastes. It's oh. super smooth. Th- that pepper on the retrohale is picking up. It it's uh, <clears throat> Pepin used to be, and I probably still is known for that pepper blast on the retrohale. It would get you right from the first puff. Uh, yeah. This is kind of built up as I've m- moved into or getting into the midpoint of the cigar. I'm smoking a Lancero, so it's. Uh, and I'm I'm kind of ignoring it a little bit, so it's 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 going a little bit slow. But that's great. This is burning f- perfectly, um, <clears throat> very rich. Uh, and it's uh, hard. To, it's not like leathery. It's not really earthy. It's just I just get a ton of richness, and I don't really know how no. else to describe it. There's like a I guess maybe like a dark chocolate kind of vibe going on in there mm-hmm. as well. I definitely get those cedar notes that you're getting. Um, but the cocktail, man. This cocktail is freaking delicious. I've I've never. This is probably the first time I've ever had uh, Pedro Jimenez sherry on its own, and I tasted some before the cocktail. Before I made the cocktail, it's it's super flavorful. It's almost like a, a cross between. Uh, I don't know. It's almost like a heavier version of port, with a bit more of like a fruity bouquet, like a dried raisins, yeah. figs, that type of stuff. Uh, but this there's a, a flavor profile here. This is from WineTraveler.com. This is flavors of Pedro Jimenez Sherry. This is how they describe it. And this is exactly how it tastes. It's a a bouquet of the. Its bouquet is vibrant with predominantly sweet notes. It's it's a heavier uh, heavier beverage, so it is sweet, and that's why this is so dark. This cocktail is so dark. Notes of dried raisins, figs, dates, uh, accompanied by the aromas of honey, jam, and candied fruit, while reminiscent of roasted coffee dark chocolate, licorice, and tobacco. Why don't we drink sherry every time we smoke cigars? <laughs> like, <laughs> when you listen to that profile, it's like, dude, that's exactly what I want out of a cocktail uh, to pair with the cigar. It's it's balancing out, surprisingly, the cigar I thought was going to get overrun, given how old it is, uh, but it, it's got such a level of 
uh, a strength of flavor. It doesn't have that overpowering notes like yours does, Randy. And I think your cigar might actually go better with this cocktail. Uh, but this is still ha- holding its own really, really well. Super rich. Uh, Bill Powers, I think, is drinking the – he just said the Tootsie Roll is fire. He's drinking the Tootsie Roll as well. Uh, look at that. It's like I knew it. I said it, and it popped up on the screen. Jordan is awesome. <laughs> um, but there's that uh, – the pickup of the black pepper on the retro hail is really, I think, what's – starting to pull all this together really really nicely mm. uh, i don't feel like anything's really getting overrun because uh, i smoked the cigar for a little bit before i started drinking the cocktail it's just a really really good pairing the cigar is fantastic I, seriously if you've got any 10 year old uh blue labels out there hook me up because this is, thing is freaking delicious uh and this cocktail i recommend go go buy a bottle of uh, pedro jimenez sherry just to, to make this cocktail and i think you'll probably enjoy the sherry on its own yeah, and, and if you don't have uh, 10-year-old versions of it, go to smokein.com <laughs> and buy yourself some fresh ones because this is like, this is this is what last week's show turned into, Rob, kind of the same deal. Uh, Eric and I just kept going back and forth, just like, are you kidding me? These are always available. These are economical. <laughs> right? And, and, and it's just been way too long since we revisited the Oliva V um, uh, Milanio. I could make all the same arguments about this one. It's like, why do I not smoke this? This needs to be in my rotation more frequently. This is bold. It doesn't have any astringencies or bitter notes. It's it's not sweet per se, but but it, it's it's very mouth filling. It kind of has it. It, it kind of satisfies the way a sweeter cigar might. Um, I, I like I you guys know me you know if you've watched the show at all or you know I like Jalapa um, uh, Corojo I like that sweetness that comes from Nicaraguan tobacco this does it you know maybe this might have quite a bit in there but I think all the spiciness kind of masks the sweetness a bit but I still have that same like kind of uh, satisfaction on the palate you know when I, when I take a draw and then the pairing with this with uh, this cocktail, I'm I'm equally I'm and I'm so glad that you like your cocktail because uh, when you when you share that that's what you were gonna drink, I've never heard of that cocktail and honestly I just love the name that it reminded me of eighth grade dances. Let me um, see you Tootsie the, Roll. The tootsie Roll, come on, come on, that Tootsie Roll. Um, the uh, but I'm so excited to have found this and 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 I was inspired by uh, Eric's effort to um, you know the last several um, segments. He's gone out of his way to really find a, 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 a pairing element that has the same origin as uh, as like the country that we're talking about or, uh, you know, putting in a little extra effort, as he um, so eloquently put it, um, that uh, that it really it, it just makes a, a fun pairing when you can do that geographical tie in. Yes, Robbie. Uh, two things. You in the Did back. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the good-looking guy in the back. You said this is a Cuban cocktail, no? It is a Cuban cocktail using Florida. Well, he's, he's 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 a Cuban, yeah, so I get yeah. that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But and, and by, he's by, Cuban, yeah. By suggesting that Eric did uh, a bit more research, are you implying that I don't do any? No, I was I was comparing him to me, not to you. I <laughs> I I mail it in. Half the time, as you've pointed out, and I and every other show, I just show up with a a rye old fashioned. That's fair. Uh, I call, call it good. I'm, <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time, and I do want to call out Mike Harvey for the. Com- I just opened the comments, by the way, for the comment of the night. He says, "When I reference the flavor profile of Pedro Jimenez Sherry, sweet notes of dried raisins," he said, 
aren't all raisins dried? Mm, burn. Ooh. Yeah. Burn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're dried grapes, right? So all raisins are dried. Yeah. And so, Mike Harvey, tip of the cap to you, my friend. Tip of the cap. <laughs> Very nice. By the way, guys, um, if you're following along on YouTube or Facebook, uh, post what you've uh, paired tonight, and at the end of the show, yes. we'll we'll share uh, four, five, six of those, and we'll we'll talk about who who paired it best. So. Uh, so Indeed. have some fun with us. Uh, join along. And uh, Joshua Rivas said uh, that he's he's uh, never had uh, surprisingly he's never had sherry. Um, and uh, Joshua, I've never had it either. I don't I don't think I've ever actually just drank straight sherry. I'll drink anything that's finished in a sherry cask, though, boy. I'll tell you right. that. But I've never just sipped sherry, and now I wonder why not. Um, it has yeah, a bit I, of a a bit of a Marsala wine kind of vibe to it. That's a bit more savory. Uh, and I mm. like that boiled down with mushrooms and, and my chicken, because that's my really chicken. good. Yeah. In my chicken. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know Boil. why that was funny. But uh, you've never had uh, chicken marsala? It's delicious. Yeah, but you made my chicken one word and said my chicken. My chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Which it sounds fabulous. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, je- I'm jealous of your chicken. <laughs> Robbie, uh, real quick here. In eighth grade, I was at my friend my friend's house. His name was Mike, Mike Rudge. And uh, one night, eighth grade, we, we, we got into his parents' liquor cabinet and started drinking mm. sherry. And I, that was the first time that I ever got, like, super, super drunk and threw up all over the place. And I've never to this day been able to drink uh, just sherry since like it's it's a flavor uh, that stuck with me my entire life and i i just can't i just can't bring myself to do it i i hear you i've got uh i've got two stories like that that i won't share really but i can no longer drink anything that's it was fuzzy navel flavor mm, like yeah. peach uh, these were fuzzy navel wine coolers by the way that's how old this story is and uh little barnells and james action yeah for yeah. And uh, <laughs> Randy, this guy does. This guy gets it. Um, <laughs> and uh, and Southern Comfort can't drink Southern Comfort. I was I was about to say yeah. For me, it's Jägermeister and Southern Comfort. <laughs> mm. I'll tell I'll, t- I'll tell you I I, I in um, I don't even know how old I was, but um, one of my friends brought me um, a shot glass that was probably about ten inches tall, and there's lines on it. It was like cowboy shot. Whatever, whatever. A dude shot was the top, and I and I <laughs> and I and I drank a dude shot of Southern Comfort, and oh, woke up about four hours later um, in in the back seat of a friend's car. My shoes were gone. I was, was miles pregnant. away from. <laughs> it was. I lost it, both it, kidneys. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, based on well, based on the comments here, so there's a that's a theme with with the SoCo. Nobody, uh, yeah. no, no SoCo yeah. fans out there. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You said Bartles and James. I immediately thought of Boone's Strawberry mm-hmm. Hill, baby. Mm-hmm. That was the yeah. same era, right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, Absolutely. Mad Dog Twenty Twenty was part of that era as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh God. Um. Okay. Well. Well. So just to, just to kind of finish this up. Um. Again, I, I I really dig. You know, it's funny. You know, the distributor I work for. Guess uh. Guess what brand we just signed uh, last week is um. Southern uh, Comfort. Under Underberg, 
uh, the the oh, those little those little shots, the little yeah. bottles, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so I've been drinking a bunch of those recently, and and you know it has that that herbal botanical. When I open the vermouth, which I refrigerate to keep it fresh, uh, I wanted to smell it, make sure it still smells fresh. Kind of reminded me a bit of the Underberg, um, in that. Randy! Hey, nice. I, I thought you we said... were going round two. You said, you said the magic you said words. It. You said it. Um, no, but it, but it, it, it had that kind of similar um, uh, botanical, kind of herbal, spicy kind of characteristic. I really like what that's bringing to the table here. Um, again, the Grand Marnier, uh, if, you, if you're not familiar with um, with orange liqueur, uh, you, you can go Cointreau is what I'd probably recommend more for, for your margaritas. Uh, where where uh, Grand Marnier is very similar, but much much sweeter, much richer. Almost, uh, it's it's a liqueur, but I, I'd say it's it's two you know grams of sugar away from being just an orange simple syrup. Um, and, true. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so so having that like a little additional sweetness, and I I went with um, just a classic clear uh, Florida Cognac. I love the sweetness. Um, you, you know, I, I made sure, of course, as my Luxardos went in, I got a, a good old dollop of, of the juice went in there, too. So you got a little cherry sweetness in there as well. Very complex, but easy drinking cocktail. Um, and it's just going so well with, with all the spice and complexities of this cigar. The intensity is right on par. Um, they're both very, very strong in flavor. Uh, this, to me, man, this is working out. It, it, better than I could have imagined. I, I I almost didn't even think about the flavor. I just wanted to go with a cocktail that like fit the bill and was a fun story. You know, again, I was gonna do the the um you know after reading about his thirty year career and I could go on and on about um Don Pepin Garcia's uh, career in in Cuba. That uh, that was a fun read just just to kind of like get get um, reminded of that story. But um. But I, I was really going for something that, like, on paper sounded like the fun pairing and didn't think as much as I normally do about the flavor profile specifically. And this might be one of the better flavor combinations I've put together on the show in a while. <laughs> of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. You, you spend all this time thinking, okay, well, this has got... This has got a spicy component, and this cigar's got some spice to it. Okay, so that's gonna that's a flavor hook, and then the right, intensity right. seems about right. Like you got equations and spreadsheets and shit going on, right? <laughs> and you're trying to figure out what what the pairing's gonna be, and then one you're just like, oh, I like the name of this one, and it's the best you've ever had. So it's, <laughs> you, you could you could tell that I'm really digging this one when I start saying spreadsheet spreadsheets and shit, and I can barely get <laughs> get it out. See what I'm saying? It's this is uh, there's this has got a kick to it. I'm I'm halfway through my second one. Uh, I'll tell you what, this is going to become a staple, man. This is a damn good drink, and it's good for this time of year too because it's a little bit more viscous. It doesn't yeah. coat the palate though, which is nice. It's it's a heavier uh, viscosity uh, on the palate, so it, it it tastes it feels a bit thick, but it doesn't. Sometimes those those can like coat your palate, like if it's a creamy cocktail, something like that. Like you feel it on your tongue, and you're just ah, yeah. trying to scrape it off. This doesn't. This leaves the palate pretty clean, surprisingly, because mm. there's there's a lot going on here. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll stop waxing poetic. It's a damn good drink. I highly recommend yeah. it. All right, so boys, oh. let's talk about what you got going on in the studio, how your pairings are going. Then we'll do some voting, and we'll check out what the uh, what the audience has been pairing as well. All right, sounds good. I'll go ahead and start first. The, the, this cigar, I, I honestly think would pair great with it would it would 
it would rise all tide. What's the saying? Uh, what's the saying? Rise, rise all boats. It it is yeah. the tide Rising that tide. would rise all boats. Yes, <laughs> this, this rising is the tide. tide lifts all boats. This would lift any pairing. It's so incredibly good. Here's the downside to this. You could never do this again. I mean, well, it would be yeah. very difficult to do this again because it's just. Sometimes we forget, like, uh, oh, oh, you know, you don't realize how the aging has affected the cigar. In this particular case, it is absolutely fantastic. And of course, you know, as as I am a big bourbon guy, this pairing is. If I could do ten thumbs up, I would do ten thumbs up. It's Dang. so so incredibly good. Um, I, I I'd smoke this cigar every day the rest of my life if I if I could. It's it's that good. It just has wow. It has this aged kind of flavor, almost a Cubanesque muskiness to it. But then you pair that, mm. and then it it brings in that baking spice and that pepper that a a, a Don Pepin Garcia cigar should have. So it has, it's like, it you have all that yummy, crazy Nicaraguan goodness, but then also has this sort of aged muskiness to it, which just makes it amazing. I'm so excited that I oh got to smoke this cigar goodness. tonight with and share it with you guys. It's so good. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Jordan, what, what, what about yours? Well, I've got a punchy, hefty pairing going on here. Uh, cigar is, you know, near full, very balanced at the same time, earthy, uh, a lot of pepper. Um, the beer is also near uh, medium full uh very syrupy uh this thing is so incredibly drinkable like usually if i'm gonna go for like a 12 percent stout it's i'd want it to be barrel aged i don't think this one is and it it's still got the flavor i could i could drink this whole bottle. normally i wouldn't drink like a whole bottle of a 12 percent beer but it's it's too drinkable i'm just gonna drink the whole thing uh they, they've got some good flavor hooks going on um kind of a mocha thing in the cigar and the beer as well uh, the vanilla and the beer adds this nice sweetness through the finish of the cigar, uh, and the chili peppers of the beer matches the black pepper of the cigar. There, there's like a lot of flavor hooks going on here. Uh, both, both full. I'd say the beer has. Normally, I would choose the cigar as the leader of the pairing. The beer is actually the leader on this one. Uh, but wow, if you want like an intense, punchy pairing. This is the way to go. Now, Jordan, the voting is open on YouTube. Yep. Um, so uh, make sure to vote for Robbie or Randy. See who paired it best. Um, guys, uh, join in and uh, let us know your thoughts. Are getting some, some votes are coming in right now, which is good. And we'll tell you guys at the end of the show who won. This is uh, this is a pretty pretty cool show. It's the first time we've been, all of us, together in, what, like a month? It's, it's We haven't done this show all together very often lately. And we're all smoking cigars that we're really excited about we're all really enjoying it it's like a it's like the stars aligned it's a kumbaya like, moment <laughs> yeah you know i'm feeling pretty good about it i can't remember when did they stop making this the siri jj they didn't make that very long i uh, you can still find them i think you can I'm, still make it. you can still find them on i i look really? before the show you can buy them at atlantic you can buy i don't know where well, else but they, maybe they brought did, yeah, did they bring it, it back? I thought it was discontinued for a while. They might have. They might. I don't know. Maybe that's I'm a good confusing question. Something like that. No, that's a good question. Well, I don't know. well, well. There, there's three within the the series. There's um, and and they're they're literally called the JJ, the Cuban classic, and then what we're smoking is the original. But because of the colored bands, most people just call them blue label, black label, and white label. Um, JJ being the white label, obviously, and the black being the Cuban classic. Um, the, I was surprised because I was more familiar with the Cuban classic black label. Um, I don't think I've ever smoked the white label at all, but apparently that was the first, 
um, offshoot after the original, the blue label that we're smoking. Now, tonight. this is uh, Randy uh, Nicaraguan Corojo, so you might really dig this cigar, I think. No. Oh. You know what I like about Have you guys ever, you know, certain cigars almost um, when you smoke them, the, the smoke almost gives you like a crunchy uh, texture occasionally. You get a little, you know, like a little crunchiness. Like, I think that that has something to do with age. And that's what this cigar brings. There's that little bit of a just almost crunchiness to it. Like, it's, I, I wish so bad that everybody could just get a 10 year aged JJ uh, <laughs> yeah. Maduro. It's so amazing. So. It's anyway. that's that's plume. What you're tasting is plume. <laughs> <laughs> it could be beetles. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I mean, if if, if it's crunching, it's crawling around. I mean, maybe. Uh, all right, Randy. I, I think we both should we just do it at the same time? I think we're both doing yeah. the same. We're both thumbs up on this one. Yeah, we can just say, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. How's it so yours comes from the other side. Oh, damn it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right. Look at that. All right. Well yeah, yeah. done. Yeah, no, so just one last time, you're drinking the Tootsie Roll. I'm drinking the El Presidente. Both um, both cocktail recipes came from liquor.com. Um, they consider this highly recommended to anybody viewing or listening to the show live or after the fact. Definitely recommendable uh, cocktails in general. If you're into uh, pairing with cigars, these are are both incredible drinks you should try. Um, just real quick, Derek Rose asked uh, what recipe I used for the Tootsie Roll. Uh, Derek, I used the liquor.com recipe. It is two ounces of rye. I used uh, just regular Dickel rye. It's like a $20 bottle. Uh, one ounce of Pedro Jimenez Sherry. And uh, they require, they say six dashes of chocolate bitters. I used an Aztec chocolate bitters from Fee Brothers, I think. And I did four dashes and uh, uh, garnished with a $35 Luxardo cherry. Very, very good. Highly recommend it. The, uh, and I feel like we should do a sherry show. Sherry show. It could be the sherry. Sh- we should do the sherry show. I think we should. I'm put, it on, put it on the board. Put it <laughs> on the board. <laughs> yes. Oh. All right. I'll What's next? Should we, uh, we, got, should we uh, look at some ooh. audience pairings? Yeah, let's let's see what they got going on. What All right, Jordan. do they got going on? Let's find out. All right. How many you got? We've I got, got well, I've got eight. I don't have quickly. to do them all. Um, we've got uh, Barry went with the went with the original Dom Pepin and uh, your tie light rum dark rum. How do you say Caracal? Curacao. Curacao. Uh, lime juice, orange bitters, and some simple syrup. The most ingredients he's ever used. Good for Barry. <laughs> Good for Barry. A, a your tie as opposed to a my tie. I like yeah. that. Oh, I get it. Yeah, you get it? You see the little... The little okay. You know. uh, all right, we've got uh, Tanner coming in at the last second with the DPG firecracker. I was mm. going to do that tonight, actually, but I didn't I didn't do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Going with well, the kind of like me, it's supposed to ship these cigars to you guys. Um, I'd like to just just well, let me finish quick, this disqualified. No, no, no. Tanner's disqualified. Keep going. <laughs> Sagamore He's... double oak dry. Okay. All right, that's a good pairing. Right. Yeah, I like that. I've, oh, I've had courtesy a, of beans. Yeah, I've had a DPG firecracker for like since like 2013. I can't smoke it on this show. That'd be that'd be crazy. Well, I did, Sensei. They, did. they they did a firecracker of this. That was the first it was, firecracker. It was the first one. 
Yeah. Is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Kevin Acuff, he's got the DPG with Calumet 14. Is it Calumet or Calumet? Uh, 14-year bourbon. Bourbon. I think it's Cal. I think it's Calumet. That's like good. Calumet. I like I like yeah. that pairing. I've never had it. You do. Yeah. Oh, I've heard bourbon. Six, I've heard the 16. There's an idea. Oh. <laughs> bourbon, you say? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Kevin O'Connor. DPG original paired with smoke spice and everything nice cocktails, rye whiskey, mm. mezcal, and strawberry Whoa. syrup. Whoa. That is... What the heck? That, that's, that is... Uh, Next that's level. A, that's, that's a lot, yeah. yeah. Can't see the strawberry fitting with the cigar. Um, well, I use grenadine, which is basically just uh, pomegranate, simple syrup. That's yeah, true. I can true. see that working. True. Yeah, well, I can <clears> very much see that working. Uh, Stephen Moses, DPG, with the Old Fashioned. That's a standard. Good job. My man. My man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And then we've got Bob pairing a DPG with a Whistler PX. I love you. Mm. P- probably PS. I don't know. I don't know. Bar- Barbara's, we Barbara. love you, but she's had a no little too much Whistler. On the air. <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. She might have a little too much no. Whistler. <laughs> yeah, your husband is watching, Barb. You can't be flirting with the whole staff like this. And then oh. this one's not quite, it's off, you know, not the exact pairing, but he's got the J.J. Maduro with the 1800 in Yale. Oh, wow. So he's going Ooh, tequila. Yeah. tequila. Interesting. Mike Harvey, very interesting. I wonder how that's going. I'm curious. All right, what do you think, Boys? My, my vote, I, I, I love Barry, and I wanted to vote for Barry, but I've got to go with the sweet and sw- spice and everything nice mm, cocktail. Yeah. Uh, that was that's off the beaten path. That's really digging deep in the old annals of re- recipes. Uh, that's that's where my votes go. Yeah. What do you think, Robbie? <laughs> um, sorry. I knew you. I knew you would enjoy I, me using the was, word annals. It, it was. It, it threw me off. Um, what, who did? Who had the? Uh, who was smoking the, <laughs> the? The fire. Stop it. Who was smoking the firecracker? Tanner. What was the f- Tanner? That's Tanner is my winner. No, the firecracker. No, disqualified. Yeah, that was because I'm I'm jealous. So a, I've never smoked the firecracker. Split vote tonight. I want. I need to. I need no, to get my hands no, on those. no. He was but disqualified but Randy, before the vote. So, oh, well, then my second vote, vote would have been for the the sweet and spice and everything nice because I think sweet and spice by by I, unanimous vote. Yes, Kevin O'Connor. I, That's what I you like get it, for cheating like at it. fantasy football, Tanner. I like it when. <laughs> That's what this is about. Oh, jeez. I, I like it when the audience going on in uh, fantasy football. It's not... I like it when the audience goes deep in the cocktails and they look for something. Yeah, and they yeah, do something yeah. that's different. Yeah. Um, in the it's, annals, it's necessarily. It's... Stop it. <laughs> um, you're so childish. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, so how did the uh, how did the voting go? Let's, oh, let's, okay. Let's Here how we much, go. How much did how much did Randy uh, win by? Yeah. Let's let's see how it went down, Jordan. Drum roll. Fake drum roll. Are you not gonna do the actual drum roll? Not gonna do it. Oh. You don't have. Okay, I will. Right, I'll do roll. it. Let's do the drum roll. Weird way, he has too much power. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Robbie with 67%. Randy with hey Everybody liked the Tootsie Roll, apparently. And by the way, that was unanimous on both YouTube and Facebook. Yep. There was wow. no, there was no wow. discrepancy at all this time. Well, I appreciate wow. that. Thank you. Congratulations, Congratulations Robbie for, uh, 
for stepping okay, up their, their I, voting prowess on this one. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm I'm excited. I want to try the Tootsie Roll, but <laughs> just because you didn't vote for me, people, I still highly recommend you checking out El Presidente. Just saying. It sounds like a yeah, good cocktail. No, that's it does sound like yeah. a good drink. I will uh yeah. I'll have to uh go after one of those myself. Look at all these team Robbie co- quotes coming in. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you team. Um, yeah, this was, I'm telling you, check th- this cocktail out. Even if you, if you're one of the 33% that voted for Randy, you should, uh, you should check it out anyway, because it's damn good. It's, it might be, if you don't like something that's heavier on the palate, it might not be for you. Um, and maybe you could even cut it with like some sparkling water or something to, uh, to thin it out a little bit, but damn, it's really, really good. Um, so I'll, I'll bask in the glow of my victory for the rest of the week, Randy. It's a good feeling. I'm glad that you were here to see it. Um, you, you came all the way back to the show just for this to lose 67 to 33%. What the hell? Um, what's going on on smoke night live this Friday, boys. All right. Actually, we've got a couple things I want to uh, talk about real quick. Uh, guys, we're having our big month long fundraiser for cigars for warriors. We call it the Fumar and fundraiser. So what we're trying to do is get as many cigars and as many funds as possible, uh, to, uh, support our troops abroad and um, we're about, we're almost halfway there with funds. Uh, we have a long way to go with cigars. I think we have 360 or something like that. But we have like $455 worth. Uh, by the way, a special shout out to Bill CD because I got his package today. Uh, he donated 110 cigars and $110. That was incredible. Thank you, Bill Whoa, CD. So we are awesome. we are jamming on that. Um, you guys can, if you want, you can send us checks and money orders as long as they are written to Cigars for Warriors, but you can also donate directly um, if you have a credit card on the Cigars for Warriors website on the donate button and just PM me or send me your little confirmation that you get so that I know because uh, every $10 worth of uh, funds and every 10 cigars is an entry into the raffle, which will be a random pick at the end of the month or at the beginning of December. And it'll be a great prize by none other than uh, Drew Estates. Um, so if you want all the details on how you can um, get involved in this fundraiser, it's all on CigarDojo.com. Just scroll down to where you see the uh, Fumar and fundraiser post and, um, and, and get involved because we really, we really need your guys' uh, help. Uh, Dojo started off with 100 and 100. And um, so we're hoping to just blow past. We, our goal is 1,000 and 1,000, but... This is the first year we've done it, so I feel like that's a low goal. We should be able to blow past that, but we can't blow past that or even reach it if we don't have your guys' help. So we really, really need your help. Please, tonight, as soon as the show is over, uh, get go through your humidor, pick out some stuff to give to the troops because uh, the guys really need it. And then um, uh, on to the next topic, which is Jordan and I leave uh, 3 in the morning. No! We only have a couple hours left before we leave and we fly to Philadelphia and uh, Friday, actually tomorrow night is a special Thursday night episode of Smoke Night Live. We'll be live from uh, Protocol Studios, hanging out with Juan and Kevin and a bunch of other fine folks back there. And uh, we'll be getting prepped for this, guys. It's the uh, Dojo Tenure, which goes on sale at Famous Smoke at noon Eastern. Um, You got to be ready on this one, guys, because here's the deal. I, I pretty much have... I have a good feel for these usually. And I think that this is going to be one that a lot of people are going to miss out on because it's going to sell out really fast. So make sure you're part of our email list. 
because um, now we're going to hold some of them back so that they are available at the party Friday night at Famous uh, Smoke Shop this Friday. We're going to hold, I don't know how many boxes back, 80 maybe or whatever it is, but I have a feeling that these, just based on um, the, you know, you, you get a feeling because you get you get responses, people asking you, oh, I, I want to buy like six boxes or I want to do this or I want to do that. And so I have a feeling just based on the feedback that this is going to go super duper fast. So uh, make sure you don't wait on, on Friday at noon because I think they're going to go super fast. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, special Thursday edition of Smoke Night Live, uh, Robbie, Randy. It's going to be a ton of fun. And um, so that's the update from us. That's well, that's that, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I think those are going to sell out pretty quick uh, as well. I just, I, I mean, I don't know much about the cigar, but uh, the um, the packaging is awesome. So I wonder. Who awesome. Well, well, I I gotta I gotta just show everybody just a glimpse because uh, after. Eric announced this on uh, our show last week, Robbie, and said he was going in at a hundred cigars and a hundred dollars. Uh, I said that I would match uh, their their contribution. This is a bag of fifty cigars, so this is half of what I have going to Cigar yes. Dojo Studios for the troops. We're looking at Elwood Wednesdays in here. We're looking at Mil Diaz. We've got some uh, some Undercrown Tens in there, La Carême. Got the signature series from uh, from Agnorsa Leaf. I wanted to make sure that uh, our troops aren't getting my uh, my Cuban sandwiches or my or my, uh, my my short fillers here here, Robbie. I got I got some some real heavy hitters going out, and of course, Bill Touche to you, sir. Well done with the one ten and one ten. Um, I don't even feel mad that you tried to outdo us. Uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually thr thrilled at that. So I'll have these in the mail and I'll have my, uh, my payment. And do you have a QR code with that that you're going to post Eric? Well, as far as what? Yeah. I thought you had a QR code with that uh, new payment method. Well, I, I just got I thought that was the paper you had in your hand. I thought you were gonna no, no that's I, people's you, receipts. That's just oh, I just I just oh, need the little. The only reason that, that I need this at all is so that I can get you guys in the um, contest in the contest in, in the, the drawing. drawing. Okay. And when you do make your donation on cigarsforwarriors.org, um, there is a little note thing at the bottom, and if you just type cigar dojo, then they'll know that it was for this fundraiser as well. Um, you don't absolutely have to do that, but um, that does, you know, help sort of like define everything and whatnot. And if you if you don't do that, and you send a check or whatever. It, just please send me a note like this that just says your name, your dojo username, your email and what you sent me, because that just makes it because sometimes people just send like a box of stuff. And I like, what's this for? Like, I don't even know. So please just send like Bill. And then Jordan me. ends up smoking it. Yeah, right. So uh, Bill, Bill, Bill CD did a great job on his box, which is sitting right over there. He just gave me a little note to let me know, hey guys, this is for the cigars for warriors thing. I'm sending you this check and um, these cigars. So thank you, thank you guys very, very. It really does mean a lot. Not obviously a lot more to the troops than it does to me, but it does mean a lot to me too because it, it does. It, it this is great that we're able to do this and hopefully we can do this uh, every single year. Oh, and one last thing. Sorry guys, I almost forgot. Tomorrow starts our annual Veterans Day contest uh brought to you by Troy Colian. If you are a member of the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines or Coast Guard, uh he'll make a post and if you respond to it in the way that he asks, just look for this post. 
one person from each of those um, branches of the military is going to win an amazing prize. It has the coolest thing is it has the Yeti 10th anniversary cigar dojo uh, Yeti coffee uh, mug, which is super cool. Like it's the coolest coffee mug you've ever had. Um, and you also get a box of cigars. You get a bunch of other stuff. You get a gold coin, a gold dojo coin. So uh, look for that tomorrow. It's going to run uh, through Saturday. But thank you to Troy Cullian. He does that every year. This is our sixth annual version of that. So basically November, hey, November, we're giving it to the troops, baby, in every possible way. Thank you to all of our men and women of the military. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Every every bit of what you do for us. And in some little tiny, poor, tiny way, we're, we try to give back. So thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's great. That's great. Um, <clears throat> I appreciate you guys putting that on and Bill uh, stepping up and and everybody in the Doja community stepping up. I'm sure we'll blast past that uh, that uh, goal of uh, a thousand of each. Uh, those those will be dollars and cigars, Randy. Thousand dollars, thousand cigars. I think that's a very attainable attainable goal. Um, awesome. This was a lot of fun. Good show, Randy. I'm glad that you came back uh, to, to get 33 percent of the vote. It was, uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> That is the uh, third I, time you've said it out loud. Well, it's you know I I should do it point three more times, but uh, I I appreciate you being here. This was a lot of fun, and we got to smoke some good stuff. This was great, Randy. What are we smoking next week? Next week we're finally getting to the Placencia Alma Fuerte to finish off this segment of Nicaraguan cigars. Beautiful Alma Fuerte next week. I'll have to come up with uh, come up with a good drink for that. I'm not really sure what that's going to be yet. But I'll let you all know on Monday because you all check in to the live update Monday afternoons at usually around 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, I know you all check in. 110%, 150%, 175% of you, 110. What was it? Was 150%? This is an old 150, bit. 150%. 150% of you always tune in. I appreciate that. And, uh, Randy, 75% of the time it works every time? Something that to that effect. Jeez, brother. <laughs> 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 All right, everyone, thanks again for tuning in. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next week as the Odyssey continues.